Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community Kailu of Summerton, Philadelphia. And we are continuing over here with the Maharal and Shuva. We saw the Maharal discussed in, in detail the differences between doing Shuva out of love of Hashem and out of awe. And he was using the Gemara as his... Uh, as his framework to, to uh, set up these two concepts, the Gemara says that someone that does tshuva out of love, his repentance works immediately, and someone who's doing it out of fear, so Hashem has to get involved in the process. Hashem has to, so to speak, heal him and draw him back in. And we saw the Maharal put things together yesterday, and the difference, critical difference between doing tshuva out of love and out of fear is Where's the impetus coming from? And what's therefore the, the nature of the relationship between me and Hashem and the nature of my tshuva? Tshuva out of love is where I see that I can be at one with Hashem regardless of the past, regardless of the history, regardless of what's on my record. I can right now, today, be at one with Hashem. There's nothing really stopping me from doing that. That's the impetus, and therefore my tshuva works immediately. I'm, I'm back with my maker, back together at, at one with my creator. There's no, no barriers. That's tshuva out of love, where I realize that I can be at one with Hashem. Tshuva out of fear, out of awe, is why I'm doing the tshuva. The impetus is that Hashem is much greater than me, much... more powerful, infinitely more powerful. Hashem is the supreme authority, and out of my awe for that authority, I do tshuva. But that's coming from Hashem at a very vast and great different, different distance from me. And the fact that it's coming from Hashem at, at, at a great and vast distance means so I'm doing Shuba with that perspective, with that in front of me and I need Hashem, so to speak, to bridge the gap and bring me the rest of the way um, because my Shuba is, by definition, being done out of a place where I am far from Hashem. So I'm trying to mend my ways and perfect my ways, but I remain distant from Hashem. Shuba is all about reuniting with Hashem. So Hashem, so to speak, has to fill in the rest of the of the gaps over here. There's a third kind of shuva, which is what we're going to see this morning. And that was the third one that the Gemara mentions, and the Maharal is going to wrap things up with that, and that's shuva out of Yisur and out of suffering. A person can do shuva because he loves God, he can do shuva because he's afraid of God, or he can do shuva because life is rotten. Life is, 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 is in the shambles, that's right. Life is miserable. Life is miserable, you know, maybe I should try tshuva. And I tried everything else, not working, let me try tshuva. Yes, question, Rabbi Yenis. So, tshuva, uh, um, uh, because of love, is it because, um, is it similar that when a person uh, is interested in it, or, or he wants to, rather than he's forced to? Correct, exactly. Very good. That's exactly exactly the point. You hit it on the head. Yes. I mean, that's the concept of Balshuva, basically. I mean, should be ideal. That's right. The ideal. Now we're going to see the la- the, the the most not ideal. Let's see. Says the Maral towards the bottom of the right hand column, and Kufnun Beis in the standard edition of the Maral. So the Gemara goes on to quote this pasuk. Return, my sons, my wayward sons. Erba Mishuvaisechem. I will heal you after you finish doing your tshuva. Which 
is implying that we're referring to a case where man himself has done his tshuva, the tshuva came from me, even if it's out of fear of Hashem as an authority, even if it's out of awe of Hashem representing that authority, but still coming from me. Uksi, but the Gemara quotes a Pasuk, there's another Pasuk that says, You have repented, says the Pasuk, for Hashem addresses Kala Yisrael and says, I have made myself your master. I'm a Baal. I've made myself your master. So this is a very different kind of tshuva. This is a tshuva that comes from Hashem not just being an authority, but being a master, a master of us. Master is different than authority. Authority, there's someone I'm afraid of whether or not he's throwing his weight around, whether or not he's pushing me around, whether or not he's muscling me around. He's just great. He's, a, he's an authority. He's a, a figure I respect. Like we gave the the um, analogy to if we would be in the audience of the Gadol Ador. Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky is all Gesundheit and Stark. You should be Gesundheit and Stark till 120. So in his presence, you're very, very well behaved, right? You're not afraid that he's going to throw you in jail. You're not afraid that he's going to fine you, punish you, off with your head. No, Reb Shmuel doesn't do that. But the authority itself, that's the awe. That's Europe. But then there's, there's another kind of relationship of someone who's a master. Master means he, he actually pushes me around. He's my boss. He has the whip. And he's whipping me. And made me give him 50 push-ups, right? You, you, you used to do that, Arthur, back in the day? You had to give, him, give me 50? Yeah, oh, you gave him 50, huh? We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there, Arthur. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy, yeah. So that's a master. That's not an authority anymore. That's a master, someone who is really pushing you around. So it's another kind of tshuva that Hashem relates to us as a master. The tshuva is not coming from us as all, at all. Elokim is mitzvah. Yeah, but he's he's not getting in, involved in the names of Hashem right now. But the concept is maybe, is maybe similar. There is a truth that comes from Hashem being a master, meaning Hashem is pushing us, is, is pushing us around, and that's what prompts the tshuva. And then if that's what's prompting the tshuva from Hashem, kind of roughing us up, then that's not our tshuva anymore at all. That's really Hashem's tshuva. It's tshuva, but it's tshuva Hashem's tshuva through us. Let's see. That's the truth that's coming from Hashem. Hashem is forcing us to return, forcing us to repent. As it is written, that it says Hashem, I have made myself your master. Baal can mean a master, but a Baal can also mean a husband. In Lashon HaKadosh, Baal and an Isha, right? A <laughs> bow is. Excuse me. What's the comparison with the husband and the wife? Oh, because the, the yeah, husband the rules over the wife, says yeah. says the Maharal. <laughs> he forces her to submit to his authority. That's the husband-wife relationship. And she can't leave his 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 uh, authority. She can't leave his power. She can't leave his domain. Now. Things sound like Rabbi Anderson's point. Yeah, that sounds a little bit to our ears, you know. Khalila, Lavda sounds a little backwards. Is that backwards? It was about Ra'al mean with that. So he means simply, uh, the Torah sets up very clearly that the, the idea of, 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 of um, marriage, and we just had this in um, a couple weeks ago in Parshas Kisaitse, marriage is about the wife coming to the husband's house. She comes into the husband's bias. 
marriage is about her harming her husband's bias. Divorce is always described as her being sent away from the husband's bias. So there's an interesting concept, an interesting idea going on over there. Exactly. The husband creates the bias. Bias is the husband's. Marriage is not described as the husband going to the wife's house. And divorce is not the wife sending the husband away. That's right. Um, the the um, lumbus of marriage is that the husband has the responsibility for setting up a bias. The bias means, we're talking about a, a, a metaphorical bias over here. The bias, we're not talking about a physical bias, we're talking about the metaphorical bias. Bias means the values, means the direction, the ideals, the hashkafa, what this has is all about. And the husband finds a wife, the wife is there to be the Ezer Kenegdai, to be the one who has the Bina, the wisdom and the understanding how to apply that in, in practice. But she is working within the husband's bias, working within the structure that the husband creates. She is the organizer and she is the one with the intuition to know how do I raise children according to the, the structure of the husband's bias. You know, so that's the, 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 the woman's Bina Yaseira, her intuition, her... her what's, what's that? You're being, should I hit the pause button? You're being recorded over here, Rabbi Anderson. Yeah, let's hit the pause button. Okay, with apologies to everyone in WhatsApp land, we'll leave you guys wondering and salivating what is it that Rabbi Anderson is about to ask. Okay, one moment. So, yes, yeah, so, so that's that's really what the Maharal is referring to. This is the uh, the Hashkafic, Tayyidika concept of what the husband's role is, what the wife's role is. So that's what he means is she's mukrach when she accepts that ring from him under the chuppah, she is now inhabited of his bias. That's what she was doing when she took the ring, when she when she accepted the kedushin. She says, yes, I'm coming into your bias. I'm going to work with your bias. I'm going to work with your structure. And you're the one that establishes the values. Now, that's many things can go awry in a marriage. Many things can go wrong, obviously and unfortunately. One of them can, that can go wrong is when the husband doesn't live up to his expectations. He's expected to have the values. He's expected to have the ideals. He's expected to create the structure of the bias. He has to be that Ben Torah who is bringing the, the Torah values into the bias. Now, sometimes you know, women come complaining that, like, yes, I'm, I took the ring and I'm very happy to be partnering with him and I want to use my bina to apply his values, but uh, let me see some values, right? This guy's just sitting on the, on the sofa all day watching the football games, right? And then where are the values? Where's the ideals? Where's the Torah? So yes, yeah, so all kinds of things can go wrong, but, but it, it, how the Torah structures marriage is that the woman is muhrech by accepting the ring. She's in that bias. That, that's, that's one of the reasons why a woman can't have more than one husband. A husband can have more than one wife. A wife can't have more than one husband. It's not about a bias or a preference. It's about the roles. A wife's role is to work within that structure of this, of this bias. Raise children according to the values of this bias. You can't do that. You can't raise children more than one bias. You can't be working with more than one structure, right? She's, she's partnering with someone, and, and that's her role is to be within that bias. So that's, that's, in any case, getting back to the Maharal. The Maharal is saying that the, the notion of a Baal, the imagery of a Baal, means a master, and that's why we also use the term Baal for a husband to a wife. That's what happens through the, 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 the suing that happens, Kedas Moshe of Yisrael, is that partnership, but which is ultimately the husband's responsibility is to be that person who's in charge, the person who is creating the structure of the bias within which the, the, the woman is going to beautifully bring that out in, in uh, with her bina yaseh, with her intuition and her wisdom. Getting back to tshuva, so when, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Klai Yisrael, I am your Baal, I'm your master, in the context of tshuva, that's referring to a tshuva that Hashem yanks out of us, that Hashem pushes us into and that's much more Hashem's tshuva than our tshuva. What kind of tshuva 
is a tshuva that Hashem forces out of us, that Hashem yanks out of us, that Hashem gets out of us as Hashem being a master, says the Maral. That's exactly what the Gemara is referring to in the last level. What kind of tshuva do we do that really represents Hashem pushing us around, Hashem kind of getting the tshuva out of us? That's tshuva out of suffering. The person who is doing tshuva only because life has gotten so miserable. He says to himself, life is so awful, so rotten, so miserable. You know what? Let me try tshuva. Maybe tshuva will work. I tried everything else. Maybe I should try to repent, try to change and mend my ways. So that finally, you know, that's the eureka, the light bulb going off. Yes, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. And it was the Shulaylam's prompting of this fellow to get him to do tshuva. The impetus came from the suffering, which is in essence Hashem. It's it, it's it's a it's a uh, unappealing word to use, but it's almost it's manipulative, right? I, manipulative sounds. So manipulative is really the wrong word. Manipulative sounds like I have an agenda. I, I I'm I'm uh, doing this for my interest, not for your interest. Now, Kashbarfu never has any agenda. Kashbarfu always is out of love. The child, right? That's right, exactly. Sometimes Hashem has our best interests in mind. Some parents are very, very nice. Marshal sometimes. Good parents will have to do something that looks like manipulative behavior for the child to raise the child properly. Bad parents are manipulating the child for the parents' own best interest. But good parents will do will engage in what looks like manipulative behavior because it's in the child's best interest. So, so too, exactly, exactly over here, the bunch of the behavior. Hashem sees there's no way I'm going to get you. No way you're going to do tshuva on your own, not out of love and not out of awe and fear. But I still want you to do tshuva. I don't want you to, to to spin out of control. I might have to shake you up and rough you up and, and patch you a little bit to get to tshuva. That's tshuva out of yisurin. And that, that's the last resort to get make better, someone better make make someone's life of course make someone's life miserable to get them to do tshuva, and if he succeeds in doing tshuva, it's still tshuva. Hashem still accepts it, but that's the tshuva that refers to, that Hashem refers to as I am your master, meaning it's more my tshuva as Hashem than your tshuva. Because in Lambda, say think about it, is Hakadosh Baruch Hu compelling this person to do tshuva? So yes, the tshuva still accepts the tshuva does still, still does something, but it's very far cry from tshuva that comes voluntarily through my own volition out of love, or something in the middle, which is out of fear, which is still coming from my own volition, but with Hashem's authority as the impetus, tshuva at certain is the lowest level of tshuva, because again, let's see, Hashem maybe Yisurin Allah Adu, Machmas Yisurin Chayzeb Tshuva, and Hashem shakes us up, roughs us up, Chas and and puts us in an unpleasant situation when there's suffering, Yisurin befalls a Yid, that's when he does tshuva, that is still tshuva, but it's more Hashem than the person himself, that's what the Pasuk is referring to and the Gemara in quoting this Pasuk I have made myself your master and that's your return that's re- that's where your return is coming from Kashbarach is forcing you to do tshuva through these suffering and through punishment so that's the lowest kind of tshuva it's still tshuva that 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 that, that is accepted and 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 um, it's there in the list of tshuva. It's the lowest form of tshuva, and it has the 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 the, 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 the least significant effect, as we'll see when we continue tomorrow. But um, nevertheless, it's, it's tshuva. Yet it's coming more from Hashem than from us. Hashem pushing us to get us to do tshuva. Hashem patching us to get us to do tshuva. It's the only way Hashem can get through to us, and it's the out of Hashem's love and care and concern for us. Yes, yes, and we'll see that. Okay, it will stop over here. We'll continue tomorrow. Thank you all for joining. Have a wonderful day.